Welcome to Imran's podcast, episode number 100. This is your host, Simon Silwal. This being a 100th episode, I'm going to be going solo. There will be no interviews based for this episode. Towards the end, I will be I will put some voices of runners, uh, word, words of advice that we usually do at the end of the podcast episode. If you have not listened to any of the episode, please do listen. We have uh, many, many different voices of runners. First of all, I would like to thank all the listeners who listen to one or many podcasts. And also, I'd like to thank all the voices of runners, the guests. That's what makes this this podcast. This has been the 100th episode. I will not have a guest. I will kind of go through some of the bits and pieces of my running journey and some of the advice that I like to give and try to do it. This will be the first solo episode of its kind. If you like it, please let me know. I would like to do more of this. Uh, also, we can do some question that you can send in some question to me at marathonruns at gmail.com. And we, I will try to answer on a future solo podcast episode. Let's start. And, and let, I'm a bit ner- nervous. Uh, I don't know how this is going to come about. Uh, usually, I'm not used to talking to myself on the microphone. <laughs> but I, I, I would like to do some of this episode like this so I can put some of my thoughts to you and listen on what and some of the things that I'm going through. Um, let's start with uh, some of the questions I normally ask. Uh, running journey. How, how, did, how did I start running? A lot of you know or don't know. I, I come from... Uh, Kathmandu, Nepal. Uh, uh, I was not a runner while, while I was there. A lot of you think that I have an advantage from being from Nepal. Maybe I do or maybe I don't. I came to America to study uh, about 30 years ago here in Alabama. I've been I've been living in Alabama so long. That's why you hear this some southern accent that I have. I have this Nepali southern accent. So so this accent is comes from living in South more than I lived in Nepal. So that's uh, that's how it goes. Uh, so I I was not a runner. I was I tried to be a runner even in Nepal. I uh, I tried a few times and never worked the way I wanted to work. Never was able to pull it through, and stay with. I guess the more more important part is not. Uh, even though I may have started many, many times, but I never stayed with. Then uh, about uh, when when we were having a second baby, uh, my youngest child, I wanted to get some uh, life insurance at that time. They they showed some medical condition. They said, ha, oh, now I have to change my lifestyle. So about 10 years ago when I it happened, just a little, little more than 10 years ago, then I started doing a little exercise and so on. But uh, the, the running was still not there. I, I started to walk a lot, ecliptics, you know, just being an active. And then uh, one day I came out of uh, this new job that I just started. Uh, I came out of the gym and then a co-worker of mine said, hey, you know, you should uh, join our running team here at, at work. And we have a lot of good support. And uh, you should run a marathon or half marathon at least and look into it. Maybe you, you should join, join the running team. Uh, I thought uh, half marathon uh, at that time. I thought the mar- half marathon was uh, kind of knew the distance, but I, I guess I was not clearly, <laughs> clearly was not sure how far they they went. But uh, but uh, I was uh, I thought it was thirteen kilometer and and then twenty six kilometer. As soon as I went home, I looked up like all of us do. Google searched it. I found it was uh, in a miles, so, and I was not even running a mile or two. I I was I was hardly running anything, so so I knew that there was no way I would be able to do that. But I said, hey, you know, let me give it a try. And then so that that's how the journey starts. So right before 
Vulcan here in Birmingham. That's the first weekend of November. Um, the one story I'd just like to tell you that uh, my early running, um, I remember right before Halloween, my older child who wanted to go to trick-or-treat right before her trick-or-treat, I kind of went uh, a mile or so around my neighborhood, about a mile, 1.7 mile. I think that's about that's about how many miles later on I found out. But anyway, when I came back and started going to trick-or-treating with her, with her, um, my legs were shaking as if I was I ran 100 miles or more. So that was an interesting time. Um, mile by mile, uh, slowly I built those distance. A lot of time I, I get to ask, how did how do you run? A lot of beginner runner. I know a lot of you are not beginner runner, but but uh, if you if you are a beginner runner, if you're listening to this podcast, one of the recommendations, one of the things I did is just one of the things I did was I walked a minute, ran a minute, ran two minutes, walked a walked a minute, and so on. I built all the way to uh, ran nine minutes and walked one minute. So that's that's how I run walk kind of style I use. I, use. I also looked at uh, Jeff Galloway at the beginning. I was trying to find a lot of things. It's It was really early stage of a running boom, uh, so there was not a lot of information. But, I mean, we have a lot of information now. But 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 that's how I started, um, half a marathon. I did pretty well at that time. I didn't even know I had a sub two. And then uh, then that uh, following, following and in 2008, I ran my first marathon, Atlanta Marathon. That's Helios Marathon. I think they're bringing back the marathon as part of the uh, Olympic trial. Um, hopefully, I can uh, at least I, I hope that I can run that. But um, but that's how I started. Uh, it's um, it has been a great journey. Um, running has taken me to places I thought I would never go, or you know, places uh, like Livingston, Tennessee. I, I don't think I will ever go there. I mean, I may go to London or Chicago just to visit uh, Chicago and Tokyo those those are the big cities and Boston but not to run but uh, but anyway those are the those are the things running has given me and also it has given me um, friends like you a lot of a lot of a lot of you listen I run with a lot of you guys or or see you at the races and and then um, having those friendship and that's really important and um, it gets, gets me going uh, but I'm I'm definitely out there uh doing a lot of things since the beginning um, of the running. So let's uh, switch back to uh, talking about M runs. Uh, you, a lot of you know uh, I run the M runs. A lot of me, a lot of you call me the M runs and marathon runs. Recently I have ultra runs. Basically um, that's, uh, that's a lot of time people think this is my ultra ego. Uh, M run was just a class project. Uh, when I just started running, um, that's how I started. I started uh, the the story behind how it became M runs instead of being some other letter runs. Basically, basically I started from A, B, C. When I got to M, I finally found M and it runs. So and that's how I ended up having M runs. Um, no no logic behind it. Just I just needed a name. Uh, I was using my personal website to do all running things. I wanted to separate running from my personal website. At that time, it was pre Facebook uh, boom, so, so so a lot of families were using my com, but but uh, I was I was kind of wanted to separate M runs uh, the runnings with with my personal thing. So anyway, M runs started. So, so along the way, a uh, few years down the road, somebody asked me what is M stands for. That's hmm. It was right at the Mercedes Marathon, 
And I said, hey, it's a marathon. I said, that's how a marathon run started. So <laughs> that's it just kind of thought. Uh, I do take a lot of pictures. I enjoy taking the pictures. I've been taking the pictures for a long time. Um, so so it has been pleasure. My family, my kids, they take a picture for you guys out there. If you're local to the running community, you know that uh, you have tons and tons of pictures and M runs uh, website or Marathon Runs Facebook page, now the Ultra Runs. Uh, I'm trying to, I recently I tried to separate the ultra running versus uh, versus a marathon running uh, post. Uh, so that way, a lot of you ultra runners will, will not have to sift through some of my road running stuff. So there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, but I thought, well, let's it's time to kind of, this two uh, sides of, of me needs to separate and they didn't need to exist on its own. So that's what the idea behind starting and uh, getting the ultra runs going. Uh, if you have not follow follow it, uh, mostly it'll have all trail runnings and ultra running stuff. So, so that's what that's where uh, that's where the marathon runs and runs. If that a lot of you have that question, so uh, let's talk about uh, distance running, ultra distance running, um, distance running. Let's start from there. Um, as you know, uh, let's just go to up to marathon. Uh, as you know that um, I have uh, have run two Boston Marathon. That's my two qualifying times. I have not qualified recently, but uh, but I've done. I qualified twice, been there twice. So it's it's been a wonderful to be at the Boston. I love Boston, Boston Marathon. Everything has to do with the Boston. I really it has been one of those goals in my life that I have I'm able to achieve it go there and run it finish it finish it well you know my first year I just goofed up but second year I tried but still yeah it was it was a good finish anytime you finish a Boston regardless what what time you finish it's finish it's a reward for running and training but uh, when I started running uh, I never thought that I would qualify for Boston the speed that you had to put in the training, the dedication that you had to put into Boston qualifier was a lot. And and not being a lifetime runner, starting a, a running late in my life, gave me it gave me an advantage. As as the, at the same time, it was disadvantage for me because uh, I had to work really hard to get there. Um, one of the biggest changes I made, um, let's just put that out there. Uh, as I turned vegetarian, vegan at the beginning, then I turned to vegetarian. For me, I, I want to lose more weights. I lost a lot of weights being a being a vegetarian, vegan, and um, that's helped me to speed. And I was I used to be much much faster. I think fastest five k I have done is nineteen thirty six, and the marathon was marathon is and was uh, three twenty. Still, I'm not able to break that. But but it is pretty fast. Um, uh, I have not able to run that fast lately. But but that's that has to do something else. Well, we can talk about that a little, but a um, little more. Um, but but if you are a beginner trying to think about Boston Boston Marathon, my advice for you to is you got to dedicate this summer. We are about to start the summer. Um, the heat is out there. But if you're if you have some target uh, fall marathon. One of the things I always say is, uh, is summer heat, summer heat training, summer heat humidity training uh, brings you a fall um, PR. And my two Boston qualifying and times were in the October at the Seven Bridges Marathon. Perfect weather, 43 degree temperature. I, I was able to pull it off. Uh, so that's what you're looking at. Too cold is not not good, and too hot is is uh, impossible. I have, I'm yet to qualify or even PR on a, on a hot days. 
Uh, hilly course, uh, it really doesn't matter as long as there's rolling hills, but I'm not able to qualify in a flat course. Uh, I tried I tried too hard at the Rocket City Marathon and a couple of a couple of Chicago. My first Chicago was pretty bad, and I have not I have not qualified in those. But I I never qualified in those. But uh, course like Seven Breezes, which which has a lot of rolling hills, uh, I was able to qualify there. But uh, but all in all, uh, uh, trying to get to Boston, I'm still trying once once in a while. Uh, I have a couple of marathon if I can hit that early in the season. Um, then I'll, I'll I, I'm set for the for the year to year or two to goof around. But usually. I haven't I have not been able to qualify for Boston. Last time I qualified was 2015, so it's been a while, and uh, I think I, my training is not there. So that's one of the biggest thing. I I remember one of my podcast guests, Eddie McCoy, uh, talk about how uh, if you're not training there, you cannot just show up on the race day. Thought think that you're gonna qualify for a Boston or you're gonna push through just because uh, that has been a true over and over for me. I have not been able to qualify because my training, the style of training is not there. Um, and we'll, we can talk about that a little bit more as we go forward. So that's how it goes in the marathon, up to marathon distance. Recently, I ran my fifth uh, uh, half marathon at Montgomery Half. Uh, I really like that distance, really, to be, to be honest. I like to uh, run more of the half and see how it feels. 5K has been really hard. It's always hard for me 5k because it's just so fast i try to go as fast as i can and just it's just not that good and even it's not healthy for me i think uh, the the way i run maybe a half marathon i would like to try a little bit a uh, few more in the coming days uh for sure really running a marathon i really enjoy i do pace a lot let's talk about that i'm, I'm a marathon pacer I'm a facility pacer for Chicago. I'll Chicago Marathon at 4:30. If you're headed to Chicago, uh, come join my 4:30 group. I really enjoy pacing. Uh, one of the thing about I talked one of the podcasts I did with Gary Dixon from from England. Uh, he uh, we he and I we're a pacer at uh, we pace Chicago and uh, we also paced um, uh, Miami Marathon. Uh, we have seen each other and and he's. Uh, Pacing is great. I like to give it back to the community. That's the one way I'm giving it back to you. A lot of a lot of you uh, are my uh, war of mine pace group, or they like to join in pace group. You you all enjoy. I sing song. I am always happy, and you know that's the that's the that's the part of me you you, you don't get to see when I'm racing. Racing, I'm more serious in any race we're talking about. Any 5K to. Uh, any 100 100 mile I'm, I'm more serious about it because i'm trying to get there but uh, when, when it comes to pacing i'm trying to be that entertainer guide coach whatever it takes for you uh for the runners to finish um so it it, it, uh, it it's really has brought a different sides of me as a pacer i really I enjoy uh, a lot of you know it gives me purpose being a runner so i'll be in chicago I think that'll be my 16th pacing gig. I don't do as much pacing because uh, one of the things about pacing is I'm limited. I don't, don't, I like to be a free runner and I'm limited. And in a way, it's a serious thing for me because I need to, my goal is to get this race is for, for the runners like like you, not. It was not my race. Uh, it, it is the people who follow my pace group. 
and that's how sometimes that's what I how I look at, at pacing. So pacing has been a, a really rewarding for me. Um, a lot of you like to follow, listen, and uh, has been always a great, great, great thing for me. And the side of pacing, I see a, a show that I put it, put it. That's how I say it. A lot of you love it. Um, some some people don't because I'm I'm loud and and I'm singing and I'm happy. Some people just don't like it. And one other thing I say is uh, you listen, let me take you to the finish line. That's usually what I do. So come join uh, my pace group, uh, Mercedes Marathon. I've been pacing 430 for a while and uh, Chicago and then some other races as as it comes. I think Little Rock I started that was new this year. Um, and um, I, I like that uh, pacing. So, so those are the part of the road running side of me ultra running trail running boy that's that's a big topic for me uh, it's uh, it uh, it started uh, I did a, a while back I don't even remember I have a video out there and marathon runs uh, YouTube channel you should, by the way talk about that if you have a, if you have a YouTube channel please subscribe to uh, marathon runs uh, uh, YouTube channel it's, it's it is a marathon runs uh, you will find it um, but definitely I put a lot of videos there. We, we can talk about that in a little bit or, or in the future solo podcast. Trail running. I went out uh, to run a trail, exterior trail running. I raced. I didn't have proper shoes or I, I was not ready. I just ran a race. Then I decided I will not come back to the trail and it was really bad experience in a way. Nothing happened to me, but it was just not the way I want to race. And I think I had a race a day, a day before. And then anyway, I ran... Um, the Xterra, uh, that was kind of first trail race for me. It took me almost a year to get back in trail, like Christmas of that year. We talked about Xterra, but it's, uh, it's coming up in a couple of weeks here in Birmingham in May. And, uh, and this race, then I start Christmas of that year, 2012, maybe 2011. I started trail running. Um, I got a trail running shoes. I started going. I remember first time I ever ran it trail i think it's a couple of weeks past i ran uh, rocket city marathon i was running a trail next day i think i ran, I ran we ran, only ran a half half marathon distance you know 13 miles or so on the trail and i have a video out there i was i was sore like like nothing i i was i was it felt like i just ran a marathon next day and it was just funny feeling that was that's how i started my half uh, trail running it was um, for a while, I really didn't enjoy the trails. Uh, it was a very uncomfortable place for me because I used to roll ankles, you know, a lot. And then um, talking about running trail, one of the biggest reasons I ran trail, my good good friend Bill Woody and his family would not let him go further in the trail uh, because, you know, we were talking about a few years ago when, when even in Birmingham area, we... We were not familiar as a pre-Butts, the Birmingham Ultra Trail Running Society and all the Butts friends. Uh, so so it was uh, early days uh, of trail running. We were out here, but but uh, he needed somebody to go further. That's that's how I sucked in and trail running. But like I said, I it was hard for me to stay in the trail. I really want to quit several, several times. That's how the story went. There came David Toss. I started uh, knowing about David Toss, and then one of the things he started was that Southeastern Trail Series, and then David, David said, "Hey, uh, why don't you run some of my some of the tra- Southeastern Trail Series? Maybe you will like it, maybe you'll enjoy it. Um, you know, 
and maybe he'll help to stay being a trail runner. And uh, and I agreed and uh, decided to run one and two and three and so on. <laughs> I think I'll uh, have many. I think this is the sixty years I've missed a couple, only two or three races of Southeastern Trail Trail Series. Basically, what I say is what I'm trying to say is uh, Southeastern Trail Series kind of made me a trail runner that I am now. Um, many races I run. Uh, David has been a good friend and a mentor and um, kind of helped me to stay in the trail running uh, trail run community but beyond southeastern trail trail series i run all the races you guys know that uh, most of them are are in, within the southeast georgia alabama state line most of my ultra running so our trail runs are limited at this time i like to take it further and far but but the opportunity has not arrived yet but um, but definitely uh trail running running ultra running has been an interesting journey for me uh, uh, yeah, I have not stopped rolling my ankles, and I have not <laughs> I have not stopped falling on the trail. So, so don't don't get me wrong that just because I've been in a trail running for this many years, uh, that's uh, that hasn't stopped. So, so if you are a listener, road runner, road running friends, you were thinking about going to trail, it will be different. One year I ran completely southeastern trail series, and I actually qualified for Boston. Um, the way I was doing the training was different and really, really helped me to run really fast on the road. But most of the years, uh, over the years, I have slowed down a lot. Uh, there's many reasons for that. Uh, so, so I'm just uh, tell, talking to my road running friends that uh, coming and doing an ultra definitely will slow you down. Uh, you, are not, you will not go as fast as you used to go. Because the trails, uh, you you will they will trail will make you slow down. If not, you will take that fall and the bad falls, or you know some trail. Sometimes you just want to enjoy, and then the trails are not as smooth as, as the road. I have seen some of my friends; they they can go pretty fast. Uh, if you uh, if you're into that, uh, so power to you. But usually, I'm a I'm a mid or mid pack uh, runner, and uh, a lot of time I train back the pack. Uh, so I don't. I, I just take my time to get to location to location. So trail running, um, like I said, has been a wonderful, wonderful journey, and uh, so many friends, so many close friends as a trail because we we are uh, very few out there, uh, not as much as road running, and uh, we need to take care of each other, and we need to be out there whenever we are there. So that's a really important part of my life has been trail running, ultra running. And uh, ultra running has been ultra, ultra, super ultra. I started calling super ultra running has been uh, there for me to challenge myself. Uh, just running marathon no longer challenged me. Running ultra didn't challenge me because it was not that far from the marathon. But when I started doing super ultra distance, talking about 100 miler, it challenged me a lot. Uh, it had, had taught me a lot, brought some of the issues. Uh, there's so many stories uh, that I, I don't have time to talk to you, but one other thing I will, I'll tell you this, uh, if you ever want to go the super ultra distance, even ultra distance, any distance, uh, anything in life uh, in, in that regards, uh, biggest lesson I have learned last several months is just keep moving forward. You will get there as, as an ultra distance runner, uh, and it, you may not get there fast but you will get there you get to the finish line so that's that's how i look at ultra distance it breaks you a lot 
a lot of time uh, in life or a lot of time even in the distance running, let's just focus on that. Uh, we'll tend to just stop when things start going bad. Uh, don't, we don't give ourselves a chance to get out of that situation. Recently when I ran a Lake Martin, when I was uh, puking and and uh, not thinking right and waving left and right, sleepy uh, by mile 75, I said, before I do decide to do anything, I want to take a nap. And that's what I did. When I took a nap and I woke up, I was ready to go again and finish that race. That's uh, that's uh, There's a story out there and the marathon runs a uh, YouTube 19-minute uh, video or Facebook, I have a seven-minute video version of that. You may want to watch that because really what it was is uh, giving myself chance to finish. It was, it's always, always the thing. Um, if there's a medical condition, yes, I understand. But, uh, but if there's no medical condition just because I'm tired, I just want to take a nap. Just let me take a nap, sleep a little bit. I mean, you may not finish at 27 hours. I did finish right below 32 hours, which is right below cutoff time. So it was not bad. Uh, same thing with Pinhoti this year. So this uh, this whole journey with the super ultra distance, uh, we can talk about that a little bit more. I can give you my personal view and uh, the things it things it makes me. Um, but but overall, uh, it has been great running. Um, I'm at 99th marathon. It's an ultra first first hundreds or second hundred in racing, but a first hundred on the ultra uh, distance marathons and up distance. I'm looking forward to run the hundredth. I'm not sure which one I'll run, but running uh, running distance races really has given me purpose in my life. And I'd like to thank each of you who ran with me, supported me, and uh, joined me, listened to this podcast, being a guest, uh, everything, every little bit of part of my running, even volunteers, man, ultra running, distance running, you guys take care of me all the time. So so thanks for, uh, thanks for being out there and supporting marathon runs, M runs, ultra runs now uh, and uh, being being trooper and helping helping this to grow um, continue uh, looking forward for your support and um, I know I talked touched still touched many things uh, I have so many things to talk but I guess I will not finish in this uh, this this is a small segment but uh, but definitely uh, like like you to continue to listen to this podcast before I close this uh, this uh, hundredth episode and talk about that also like to thank my family who's always out there i know they're not happy with uh, everything i do but because i do it anyway so they come and support me <laughs> so, so it has been interesting for them because especially my younger child who uh, does not like me to run at all um, but anyway i just want to mention my family because they had they have been a big part of my running running journey um they have been to places uh with me and and you guys uh, a lot of a lot of you know they take also your photos and help an aid station so they're 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 grown growing up as a running running family so we're grown up as a running family so so that's uh that's about uh, what i like to mention i know i have to thank many many of you i don't want to just uh mention by name i know all my Butts friends, uh, BTC friends, and so also friends from out of state, Mutt's friends and Guts friends. Those friends has been, always been good to me. And also definitely Emruns, my team, Team Emruns, we run, 
we sweat, we discuss, we we laugh, and we we go out there and run together. Uh, you guys have been really great. So so overall, uh, this hundredth episode is more uh, sounded like more being thankful to everybody who has supported this journey and uh, and continue support. Before we close this uh, episode, hundredth episode, just my word of advice to all the runners, all the listeners, go out and run a few miles for me and keep moving forward and never give up. Never give up on your passion. Never give up on running. You may have to adjust your life according to family needs, work. Um, do not neglect that, but keep running, keep moving forward. Never give up. Thanks for listening. Next on, on this podcast is all different voices of uh, runners, the words of advice. I didn't put name, but those are different episodes. If you have not listened to all the episode, please go out and listen. Thanks again. Say you don't accomplish great things by setting small goals. Don't be afraid to try something where you'll fail. And if you fail, try to come back and improve. In the end, if you've given given your best, it's all worth it. As far as you know, motivation. Uh, everybody has their own motivation of what why they're out there. You ask ten people what they're why they're running, and you're going to get ten different answers. You know, I, I just I just love running. The same as uh, a cyclist would love his cycling, but. Uh, um, I just find nothing more pleasurable than to go out onto the trails these days and just run on the trails. It's just a you know, just lovely experience to be involved with, uh, with, with the woods and with nature and with the trails that way. At the same time, the real message is that, you know, do what you want to do and, and enjoy life the way you want to, whether it's from competing in ultras, ultras or curling at the Olympics. You know, who cares what it is? Follow your passion. Um, you live once, and once you, when you're dead, you're dead. Seinfeld said it great, and uh, the truth is what it is. So you just got to deal with your issues and just keep running. It's to run your own race. Don't run somebody else's race. Don't take off fast because they're taking off fast. Run your own race and enjoy your own race and just have your own experience. Best basic advice I can absolutely give. Well, because um, if you have that opportunity, you should always take it. Um, if you wait, I think um, you will most, de- and don't do it, you will most definitely regret it. Um, I have yet to regret any of the adventures that I've had the opportunity to, to participate in. So definitely, if you get the opportunity, take it. If you have the thought of uh, trying something out, do it. Um, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not a- afraid of some pain and some running and some some running maybe some extra long distances and um, if you get to do it in an amazing place you get that opportunity absolutely take it not, not a question in my mind the main thing is to just not put limitations on yourself and don't worry about the the, the small things um, meaning an example is your feet your toenails your things getting beaten up from running you know um, or looking older because you're running so much and putting your body through so much because of the ultra running or I think it's not true at all like I remember I was told once that because of all the running I've been doing my face was going to end up getting saggier and as I get older and I'm like I don't think that's true at all but anyway just don't pay attention to any of that and because uh, it's not true running is going to keep you youthful and stronger and, and if you love it then do it Sure. Um, got two things. Number one, if you want to run but think you can, you can start out walking. That's fine. And then you can 
maybe adds a you know little spurts of running in your walking and then try to make it longer day after day that's the first thing um and number two if you run you are a runner um and nobody can take that away from you nobody can tell you you are not a runner because it's none of their business (laughs) (laughs) so if you want to run go out and run and number two if you run you are a runner the thing that that I'm t- kind of uh, one of my taglines is be relentless. So you know, pick a big goal, find something that excites you or scares you or um, empowers you, and then be relentless in trying to figure out how to achieve it. I guess the one thing I'd say about the sport of trail running is that it's a sport for everybody. You don't really need special equipment and you don't really need some sort of like fantastic fitness or fantastic genetics to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit like road running in that aspect that all you need to do is put on some shoes and go out the door and there's this amazing wonderland waiting for you uh where the where the road ends and where the trail starts so you don't need anything special to try it so um, my word of advice would be don't be afraid to go off the pavement and give it a shot thanks for listening to another episode of embryons podcast please visit embryons.com to listen to previous podcast shows links to our social media channels please follow marathon runs on instagram facebook twitter and youtube for recent updates, race photos, discount codes, and more.